Hop up off the oh, oh, get fresh. We on. Hey, work out. Hey, hey, work out. Big Draco. Hey, Drake. What up, fellas? Yeah. Big Draco. Yeah. It's the Conversation Podcast. Yeah. Back at it again. Soldier. You know we had to come with that Soldier Boy, Boy but you know how we started. Let's start with a toast. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. toasting the Soldier Boy and Gucci Mane. Hey, we, we, we toasting the Big Draco. Big Draco. Big Draco. Big Draco. Big Draco. Hey, let, let's toast to who that? Mm. Hey, chill out. Don't Shots start fired. Like that. Chill out. Once again. Shots fired. Who that said they going to beat them Saints? Today the is Rams. not the, the day Rams. for that. Today is not the day the for Rams. that. Chill out. Right you're not even a real Saints fan. I am a real so Saints no, fan. But so, hey, I must admit, bro, y'all y'all did get hold. We got cheated. Y'all did get hold. Yeah, definitely got hold. Mm. It's cool. It's cool because we got next year. Real teams rise we'll above it, though. You sound like the Cowboys. <laughs> next year, we're going to win the Super Real Bowl. We are. Who, who we are. Oh, what's your team? What's your team? Proudly. What's your team? Atlanta Falcons. Okay, okay hush, shut hush. up. We were trash this can, year. Can, we, can we mute his y'all mic? Y'all, y'all had one yeah. good year. Can we huh? mute his one mic? Y'all had one good year. You blew a 21-point lead in the Super Bowl, and you still have no Super Bowl. When's the last time the Cowboys, besides this year, won a playoff game? When's the last time y'all been to the Super Bowl? Can we mute his mic? When's the last time you've been to a Super Bowl? No, they win. They win a couple years ago, but they lost a 21-point lead. I'm going to say it was the last time they won a Super Bowl. I I do want to clarify, a couple episodes ago, this guy was saying he took his loyalty from the Cowboys and went to the Atlanta Falcons. Where's that now? Oh, that was all the way in the summertime. Oh, that was summertime. Oh, summertime. Oh, summertime shenanigans of my court. It was the heat that got to him. It was heated, Joshua. That got to him. So, fellas, what's been up, man? What's good with you? Man, what's going on? Chilling. What's really good? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I like the little little chop stripe double breast joint. You're doing it pretty good. That's nice, bro. That's, you know, that's, tis the season. That's you know, real it's, nice. It's fall, winter. You know, you want to get something nice, something heavy, something Fall is over, but winter. I get it. You, yeah. You know, still, yeah, you know. still, still fall, winter. You're right. Still fall, winter. <laughs> they go together. Uh, spring, summer, fall, winter. Okay. Yeah. Turn on their game. Turn on their game. You know what I'm saying? Neck bracing on. You know what I'm saying? What's up, my boy? Let's get it. We in there. Let's go. Mike, one day he'll look good as you and I. You know, one day he, that's, he'll get there. These are the tutorialists. Still learning. We just got a so this guy. is how y'all playing people tonight, huh? I'm still learning. Toast to the tutorialists. Y'all really being childish tonight? Hitting, hitting it light. We, Difference. Y'all look some light. Y'all take these cats up black and white hounds too. You know how we take, do. Take, take them out. Something light. But anyway, They're fellas, man, look. What are we talking about today, Mike? I know y'all seen the Soldier Boy interview. Boy, if you have, well, most of it. Drake. Drake. Watch it. I sent it to you, man. I haven't seen it. I was, okay. You I haven't seen it? Oh. No, I, I didn't put it in the group. Yeah. He said I should watch it. I was like, okay. Never watched it. <laughs> I watched I'm, it I'm being straight honest. I was like, okay, I'll watch that. Never yeah. I'm not watching it. I was like, see, who is Soulja Boy? See, we be trying to culture you. That way when we talk about it, you don't just be standing Yeah, you ain't just sitting there drinking, getting drunk. And then, then, like you, you, then you don't want to do your homework. Exactly. Out. We gave you a homework assignment and you failed. Wait, time out. You failed. Cody, special guest, do you know who Soldier Boy is? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, you did better than Austin. Everybody know who Soldier Boy is. I never said is, I didn't did know who Soldier interviews? Boy was. I just don't know the most recent thing. Right. Okay. But, but anyway, man. Last time he was relevant, the, I was like 12. Well, he's relevant right he's now. Relevant. He's very relevant right now. And, and I trendy. can't because it's, it's just funny. It's probably the most it's just funny. interview I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Ever. But hey, I'll go back and watch it. But to be honest, like. Say what? It. Say it. He's kind of telling the truth. Though. Yes. He was. No. Yes. Yeah, well, he's kind of okay, he telling so the truth. So it's just his credibility is gone because so everybody thinks he's coked out. I'm going to okay. take this moment to. Uh, he, he, he is coked out. I'm going to take this moment 
To say it with my chest. Say it with, oh. Uh-oh. Okay. So, oh. we are starting a new segment on this show to where uh, okay. we'll be bringing you weekly say it with your chest okay. about something that you really feel. Stick your um, chest out there. I'm, you know, I'm kind of small. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh-oh. Say it with your chest. All right. So, I'm going to say it with my chest. You know, I feel like even though the Soulja Boy, uh, Soulja Boy interview was humorous, it was hilarious. It was ridiculous in a sense. But, as Mike mentioned Y'all gotta read and pull back them layers because it was really some content in there about supporting business and supporting black business, minority business, supporting Mm -hmm. each other, and also giving credit to where it's due. Mm -hmm. This man, I mean, yeah, we didn't know it, we didn't understand it, but he did a lot of great things for hip hop culture at that time. Being he was like the first huge YouTuber, really making YouTube his platform, yep, and making business from it. And then from that point forward, would you call it great things or just things? Things that were pivotal in the YouTube. He started started movements. I don't know if I okay. Are they necessarily great things? They were. They were movements. The King started movements. Did you really just compare Martin Luther King to Soldier? Hold on, though. I was about to say it. Hold on. Did you really just compare Soldier? You're about to get kicked off if you do that. In the sense of movement, I'm I'm, I'm talking about the impact that he had on the hip hop culture, right? (laughs) One song, Soldier Boy. It wasn't one song. Soldier Boy. Yeah, kiss me through. Started YouTube. It was before that. Soldier Boy started YouTube with the crank that. There was no such thing as a viral video before that, right? And his marketing so, was so smart. Hold on, no. Hold on. I am not King. comparing Soldier Boy to MLK. <laughs> I need a drink. The bird. He but said even, he started even a movement being on YouTube. Uh, so, but even that movement, bro. Don't come on. Let's. let's Do you know how much gave, that did for the culture? What are you talking about? He gave people real. opportunity. Yo, Soldier Boy. But you, you're seriously comparing that movement I'm, to No, not at all. That was in nowhere, uh, b- 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 no way, shape, or form. Please the thoughts and opinions of the image ambassador dude. Civil rights movement. What I'm saying is, he's not the image ambassador anymore. All right, so let's do this. Clear it up, please. Let's. I'm. I'm. Since Austin don't know and we all know, I'll tell you what it's about, and then we can dialogue about the conversation. So Soldier Boy came on the show and talked about how offended he was that he's done so much for the culture but has been persecuted essentially because of it right because soldier boy came in during a time where um you know people really only respected real rap mm-hmm. right they respected Can't rap they respected the lyricism yeah. right they respected rap and lyricism. Soldier Boy came in, right, and completely shifted the culture, right? So if you look at what's popular today. Dance tracks. Dance tracks. Mumble rap. Mumble so rap. dance tracks and mumble rap. Yeah. So people are coming out with songs, they're coming out with dances, and then those dances are essentially genre. going viral. He started that. His marketing with this. He too. started it. The fact that I was aggravated that every time I pulled up a 50 Cent or Beyonce song, Soulja Boy was the first person to pull up. The first one. But that and, was his marketing. And, and the but thing you know is, what? I, and to that, I give him credit for that. Like, I didn't even know that realize that he did that. was that. a tool. He started that it. That he would put he linked his songs to a every lot hot of, like, track. popular artists. Yep. And so when you did search songs. I'm like, why Soulja Boy pulling up for everything? Pull up Soulja Boy. That was smart, bro. He was. <laughs> and you he, watched it anyway. He was a pioneer. He was a pioneer. He started it mm-hmm. and was made fun of. These words are just by, so crazy by, to hear associated with Soulja Boy. I know. A but he was a pioneer. He started it. He, he, right? He is a pioneer. He, he, he started it. Soulja Boy. He started it. He was the first. 
Calvin, even though you're a wild card, bro, I look to you for reasons. No, no, look, look. No. Mike, Mike, let he me started you. it. So, this is, so this, this is the same with your chest segment sponsored by yeah. Dapper Sense. I just yeah, let's get that go Dapper Sense. Hey, um, no, shout, shout out, out to, to Dapper Sense. No, real quick, shout let's out to Dapper Sense, Laron, and uh, it's the mom and son duo, Laron and Miss Mary. Hey, hey, shout out moms. Provide moms all the fire accessories. Hold on. Read, read, read what they do, Brian. You got the you got the stuff right. I believe. Did you send it to me, I sir? I think I did, man. Because the way your life set up, pretty, pretty trash lately. Pretty sure I did. Brian got a slow phone. He got an iPhone. He got a, He had to cut the Wi-Fi off. I did because you know I, that's when you know you <laughs> hurt. This ain't home just iPhone yet. people cut it back on. This ain't home just yet. <laughs> Um, but no, real. I re, I say real ahead. quick, man. They provide all the accessories for not only men but for women as well. They provide. Uh, they're doing bow ties for little girls, kids, uniforms, and things like that. They uh, just jumped into the arena of head wraps, also. Mm-hmm. But man, he comes out with uh, fire pocket squares, um, lapel pins. Uh, po- uh, what else? Bow ties, ties. You name, man. You name it. They Everything. they can create it, man. I've literally sent him some stuff like, hey, can can y'all do this? And he's knocked it out for me, man. So, man, hand rolled, handmade everything, hand hand rolled edges. Um, they they beastly, man. Speaking so, my language, definitely, definitely, man. So we appreciate Dapper Sense, of course, for uh for sponsoring Facts. uh this segment. This segment said with the chest. So salute the Dapper Sense. They're on Facebook. At uh, Dapper Sense, they're also on IG at Dapper underscore Sense, mm-hmm. and their website is DapperSense.com. So salute to Laron and Miss Mary, Dapper Sense man, y'all be sure to go check them out. Facts. It's lit. But what you got, Cal? What you got, man? Because I I really do look to you, even, even though you're a wild notes. card. We talk, we talk, we still talking about. We still I talk look yes, about big Michael. Right right and you in agree, you in agreement that he's yes. a pioneer. I look, guess the he was word a pioneer in I guess LA. pioneer is just is such a strong word. It's, so it's, it's not Are you because it's, I'm it's, not saying he didn't start it, but pioneer just it's just a strong like, word. Soldier boy, the pioneer. I'm 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 gonna leave Soldier boy in it. There's two people in hip hop that are hip-hop legends but don't get the proper respect because of their antics who, who that soldier boy is oh. a legend oh! Oh! my man hey and bow wow so bow wow is oh! a legend with gotta chill out with the bow wow they're they're both if you go back to bow wow there has not been he an artist like bow wow as a kid in hip-hop that's like transcended mm-hmm. and just done the numbers that he has Soldier Boy, like Yule Superman, like Soldier Boy went on a five, six year strong run of just creating his own music, producing other people's music. Like people still use Soldier Boy verses in songs till this day. So it's like so, so, Soldier Boy, <laughs> Soldier Boy did like the the problem with Bow Wow Soldier Boy. They state facts like. Like they're, they're facts that they state, but nobody gives them credibility, and they take them serious because of Bow Wow's antics and Bow Wow being drugged out, and then everybody thinks Soldier Boy is drugged out. And the Soldier way they Boy in the interview said what? that he just smoked weed, though. Yeah. Okay. Nah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of crackheads. He don't, but he don't look strong. Yeah, Alcoholic can tell you they're not drunk. He didn't look strong out though. Yes, he does. He didn't look like he yes, don't he look does. like a crackhead. I know a crackhead when I see yeah, a crackhead. I'm dead. <laughs> he been the same size. Yeah. Somebody said bow wow, bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like it's like Soldier Boy, like there was legends. like, oh. I mean, but you gotta look like Legend is somebody that's done something in the game that nobody else has done. That's Soldier. Yeah. Soldier Boy did that. Yeah. Bow wow did that. Yeah, that's Soldier. These strong words. 
But they the truth. He was an innovator. Like nobody had oh, done that no, before. Everybody knew He was though. He innovator. Was like he made like, like Soldier Boy. <laughs> he's still like without, without used for like Thomas Edison. Without <laughs> without, without Soldier Boy. Without Soldier Boy. That's the equivalent. Oh, oh, oh my God! Now you compare Thomas Edison. Yeah, Look, Mike, without Soulja Boy, you don't have crank that Batman, crank that Yank, crank that perfectly fine without it. Even though I was in the club hitting all those dances, I'm perfectly fine without it. And you found him on YouTube because you typed in Beyonce. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all remember LimeWire? Oh, are we legally Napster? What was the uh, yeah, Frostwire? LimeWire is responsible for, for crashing many computers. Hey, we used to tell our parents, yeah. man, this don't give you no virus. Hey, LimeWire was AIDS. We'll shut <laughs> down the whole. We'll shut down the whole house. <laughs> hey, you remember when you trying to download a track? And it don't be the track, but it be Bill Clinton. No. I did not have sexual relations with that. <laughs> it be Soldier Boy. Can <laughs> it be like an eight-hour loop? Man, that stuff took a long time. Oh, but Austin, what you got, man? Say it with your chest. What's getting on your nerves, man? What's what's bothering you this week, this year? What you got? Other than the Falcons didn't make it to the Super Bowl. I, I thought you just went. Nah, I was answering, replying <laughs> to him. I, I was wanting we to see what, what you got. What you got yeah, on your go, chest? Go ahead. You look back. like you got a we'll lot. What you got? Right, you didn't took your towel off and put it around your head. What you What you got, man? Oh, that's what that is? First off, this is, this is not a <laughs> I tie. I thought that was a washcloth. <laughs> this is not a tie. I thought that, that was so a washcloth. You know, I would. I would. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And there's no kid in the loop. We're good. I would say something. That is kid take cloth, but I'm going to keep this PG-13. Y'all are so trash I would say something, but I'm not because my mama listened. To. Oh, hey, mama. Oh, hey, mama. That's why you've been quiet but, and respectful. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> what you tired of? When, if you ask a woman, Uh-oh. Here we go. if you ask a woman, Uh-oh. Here we go, what's her type of guy? Uh-oh. Here we go. A lot of women say they don't want to date somebody short. Mm. You know, women. When the whole soldier boy thing came out, nah, they say, I'm, I'm say girl, how tall are you? They say, dude, say five. And then the girl say, five. five. They say five. <laughs> you say high five, something that won't nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like last week, I put a post about the fact I don't like wigs. Mm. You don't, don't like, like what? Wigs. I don't like wigs. I don't like. We I, like wigs. We just don't like the little, I little don't, net shit. I don't like. We don't wigs. like when it's not done properly. No, I don't like wigs. Period. <laughs> oh, period. No, no, you no, don't no. want her to hang it up. You don't like. At the period. End of the night. I don't like. Oh, okay. Period. If you All right. About them. So when I did that, I always looked at the bad guy. Oh, we got the bad guy. I got, I got the bad guy. He's like, we like, well, we don't do it for men. Why, why me? I was like, hold on, sweetheart. It's just my preference. It might be a man that like your wig. It might be a man that adore your wig. It me? You. It just ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not judging your character. It's just a turn off for me. So, you know, that was sitting on my spirit. Sitting just, on your chest. I just you hate, like, when a man expresses his preference, women take it as an attack Cal- on all women. Cal, you're not, be, you're not being truthful, though. Wigs are fine. It's just when y'all be no, having a no, no, I'm no. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Sit on top of your head. They got to sit on their head like a hoodie. And it don't blend <laughs> in. Beanie. You, you no. see the little neck that's not the same color as their skin. Believe me, I say no. I don't like wigs. Like if I got if I have to go into your living space and I see hair laying on the bed or on the sink. Or hanging up. Oh, that's just that's just Sophia. They name him Mike. They name him Mike Cars. That's what I said. They name him Mike Cars. I know. But look, man, I ain't got no problem with wig, man. If you if your hair messed up underneath, go ahead and do what you got to do. If I'm dating my chick, do what you got to do. If she go out the crib one Saturday morning and she come back that Saturday evening, I asked my coworker this. He said the same thing. She come back Saturday evening with a wig. 
Yeah. He said he going to the gym to work out. He don't have nothing to say to it that day. <laughs> I, I, I don't what? either. I like that though. That's sexy. Black no, women chameleons. No, they I can don't. be Camille like, today, <laughs> and then they can be Kiara tomorrow. Why is your head like that? And then they can, they can be Dominique this day. <laughs> And then they can be Sasha this day. I like that. I, I, I don't like the face though. You get five different. I, 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 didn't, I didn't grow up front. I don't like. It. I don't like. But what it. if it blend, What if you met her like that, right? And but it blended well, and you didn't know, bro. Because they got some wigs I, out here that'll get you. I, I lived in L.A. Okay, <laughs> Beauty Central, Hollywood Central. I know a wig when I see a wig. Wig hair don't look like natural hair. I know what natural hair looks look like. Look like that horse okay. hair, that horse meat. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sir. Get here, get here. Listen here, ladies. Just came live. Listen here, ladies. Listen here, ladies. The we thoughts of me do not reflect the thoughts <laughs> of the whiskey conversation. Ladies, we love y'all. Wig and all, you know. <laughs> These brothers here. All right, I finally got something. They tripping. Oh, you got something. I'm, Did you need yeah. to get off? Uh-oh. Yeah. We he got? don't like wigs either. <laughs> <laughs> he like natural. That's facts. No, okay, so... Dang. We we've talked about okay hold on we've got a one dead here we go so, we have more than that bro you know Mr. yeah I appreciate that because he always goes yeah, yeah, I'm dead um, okay oh, so you missed like three last time too I've been drinking too much so <laughs> so this is this is what bothers me mm -hmm. so I'm a clothier right work at a men's clothing store okay what bothers me is when I see other fashion influencers and people who have a custom shop call it bespoke. When it's made to measure, it's like, oh, I offer bespoke. Like, oh, that's cool. Tell me about your process. Man, you pick whatever you want, you get it in two weeks. <laughs> that's not bespoke. Okay. That's not bespoke. Austin, though. Austin, chill. For the listeners who don't know the difference Explain. between custom I'll, and bespoke, okay. how long do bespoke suits take and how much do they typically deal. cost? I'm okay. the only non clothier on this panel, so <laughs> I'm going to okay. go ahead it's and okay. I'm going to take my so, bag to the side. So let, let, me, let me break this down for you a little bit. Let me break this down for you a little bit. You're killing me today. So, time-wise, it can depend. Some bespoke houses take about a year to make a suit because mm -hmm. everything's handmade. Mm -hmm. The pattern is made for you. Yes, sir. Everything is specific and bespoken yep. for you. Mm -hmm. So there's that. The cost, entry level, I would be surprised to see one under three grand. No, three racks. That's starting at least three racks, and a fast turnaround time is three to six months. That's yes. fast. Three to six months. Three to six months. So when I say pattern, this is what this means. Like the sexy wearing. So I'm with so with this specific suit, there's a dead. Okay. With this specific suit, there is a pattern that is adjusted to my body type. Mm -hmm. And then I pick the details and things like that. With bespoke, everything is made specifically for you. So custom clothiers are trying to basically take that, it, it's, it's really, golly, and I'm really passionate about this, if you can't tell. Clothe, clothiers basically just try to make themselves sound better than they really are. They're like, oh, it's handmade, but it's made under machine. Everything, I would say at least 95% of it needs to be made by hand. Mm -hmm. Time-wise, three months plus, you could pass that. and cost, oh, it's gonna take, oh, yeah. Four or five stacks plus. Hello. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, they talking about suits. I'm uh, dead. No sir. No. I'm sir. super weak. I don't know. They talking about spokes. That's too. Weak. <laughs> we talking about Will Spokes. Uh, Bespoke. So that's it. Uh, so I'm all the way lost. You're, I mean, you're lost. I mean. Yeah, right, we gotta yeah. break it down for it. All right, so you what, what, what Austin is saying, there's a lot of custom clothiers out there that will say they have a bespoke business, right? But the business is not bespoke. Suits. What y'all talking about? Bespoke? 
This is a ten speed. It's a real thing. We're trying to educate you. Calm right. down. So, Breathe. so bespoke suits are handmade by a master tailor with at least 15, 20 years of experience. Those Minimum. suits take three to six months. Cost at least three, four, five thousand dollars. So, if you see somebody offering bespoke and they're only charging, you know, eight, nine hundred dollars for the suit. And you can get that suit done in two, three weeks. It's typically machine made. Or custom or made to measure. Or custom or made to measure. But people will call it bespoke because they're providing a bespoke experience. But the suit is not actually bespoke. I I actually don't know any guys that do true bespoke. Like, like I have a bespoke tailor in in, um, Thailand Mm -hmm. who will make a suit with bespoke details, right? But I wouldn't call that true bespoke. Yes. Right. And there are a lot of made to measure and great made to measure and custom companies who have those details where, you know, you can tell there's hand stitching on the collar. It's a handmade buttonhole, different things like that. But if your turnaround is like two to three, it's not bespoke. So let me ask you. Okay. Your your rules. Yes. For qualifying bespoke. Where did they come from? Are they actual legit rules or you heard them from somebody? No, I'm talking to people in the industry who've done bespoke. Okay. I'm reading books that okay. talk about bespoke. Okay. I'm just asking. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying you're No, wrong. it's not based off opinion because, I mean, hence why I've got for our topic today notes that I've written down. So Speaking of our topic today. <laughs> Speaking of our topic. Yeah, I know because we go on suits all day, man. Speaking but, of our topic. But that's, that's going to be another another conversation for another day. But we do have a, a great topic for mm-hmm. you guys. By the way, that was said with your chest. We're going to be – you're going to get that every week, man, where we get something off our chest that's been bothering us. And, again, it was sponsored by Dapper. So shout out to Dapper Sense. I had the segue. Oh, I compare Soldier Boy to MLK, and what's the topic today? Listen, <laughs> I didn't want that to be the segue because that was pure <laughs> foolishness. That was terrible. So the segue is along with foolishness, racism is foolish as well. Absolutely, all right. That's what. That's how we're gonna segue. And so that's our topic for today. Yeah, we're talking about racism. I don't know if y'all caught the end of uh, that <laughs> boy flopped the paper. If y'all caught the end of our last episode, we kind of went into the white guy racism, and we <laughs> and we were discussing uh, the two past presidential candidates. Uh, White with black ink, and it got it got into racism. So we had to definitely pick it up this time. So um, with that being said, man, we going we just gonna jump into it. I know Austin got a lot he want to share, um, and of course for us, and we this is the reason we love having Austin here uh, because he brings a different perspective. Uh, he comes from a different background uh, than than most of us do. So we love having him being a part a part of this show. Um, so we can, we're able to enlighten him, and he's able to share things with us from his past, or from for bring things like I said from a different perspective. So uh, it's all love here. Uh, we ain't gonna get out of control. <laughs> we will speak for yourself. Okay. And why did it get so we, quiet? We probably will, because I mean this. I mean racism. Let's just be honest. It's a it's a touchy subject. Very. It, it brings about a lot of emotions. Um, so who want to jump it off? Since Austin got the notes, let's let him direct okay. it. Go ahead, go Austin. What you, what, you, what you got, man? So I do want to clarify, first and foremost, the reason I do have these notes is I did not want to get out of control. Um, I wanted things to be very studied, and we can go off of that. So the first thing that I wanted to, to touch on 
is white owned versus black owned. And I believe there's a double standard in there. This is what I mean by that. If something is labeled black owned, it's celebrated. If anyone ever dared to say this business is white owned, that place would be under so much scrutiny in a hot minute. So if we are talking about equality, if we're talking about, you know what, we need to be equal. Everyone needs equal rights. I agree with that. When it comes from a perspective of I need special treatment, whether you're white, you're saying I need special treatment because I'm white, or if you're black saying I need special treatment, that's not equality. Things are unbalanced. That's my state on that's my statement for that. So <laughs> here it goes. No, no. So that, that has multiple layers. That has multiple layers. First, absolutely, absolutely. On, 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 the, on the on the on the on the first the subject matter of black owned versus white owned. Mm -hmm. The reason why the priority or the emphasis, I should say, on black owned is pushed so much is because you don't white owned has been white owned for centuries. Mm -hmm. Like that's not anything new. It's been mm -hmm. white owned, white owned. Black owned is something that's I mean, it hasn't been a century thing. You've had certain families that maybe possibly had it for a while because of I mean, if you want to go back to slavery times, you could have had light skinned um slaves that were able to get black businesses at that time because of them being <coughs> light skinned. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about actually black owned, black owned, that's not something that you really saw heavily until maybe late 1800s, 1900s. Maybe. And then, maybe. I mean, it's very few and in between. It's not like you have like a lot of big black owned companies. Like you have some black owned companies that are taking off, especially in this time uh, where you have a lot of black tech companies and things like that. But it's celebrated because it's like out of all these companies, you can have like a hundred companies but only five of them are black owned. You're exactly. still the minority exactly. in yep. the whole demographic. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, now, with the whole thing as far as, I guess the whole balance of equalities, preferential treatment, things like that, people always talk about, um, what's the word? Uh, affirmative action. Well, mm -hmm. when it comes to colleges and universities um, and then jobs, things like that. <clears throat> the, is affirmative action good I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but I will say that affirmative action, especially when you're having like colleges and jobs, because if you don't have their, if you don't have that in there, it's just like the NFL, the Rooney Rule. They have to interview black coaches before they hire a coach, because if that's the case, you can have jobs that are just going to employ strictly white people because mm -hmm. they want their company to look a certain way or mm -hmm. their beliefs. Or you may have schools, especially uh, PWIs, predominantly white uh, universities mm -hmm. or institutions that will have a higher percentage of white students because they don't want to ingratiate black students into their university. So that's why those things are there. So people can say like, well, my dad lost his job because they hired a black guy or I, did, I missed out on a scholarship because I'm white. Okay, but if that rule wasn't in there, you would have gotten it and no other black person probably would have gotten that opportunity because mm -hmm. higher ups, if they keep their same mindset and they keep thinking the way that they think, there's not a lot of black people that's going to be brought into that position anyway. There's mm -hmm. a lot of black people at Harvard, Yale, such and such that wouldn't be there if it wasn't for having ratios or having policies in place where you have to have this certain amount of percentage of black students on your campus. Exactly. And you, you actually took the example that I was going to use was the Rooney Rule in sports. Like, you, and even with affirmative action, it's not saying that we get certain privileges it's just letting us have i guess giving us a seat at the table yes yeah, it's right. not like it's 
un, like we don't deserve it. We're actually qualified to be there. Absolutely. But without the opportunity with like affirmative action or the Rooney rule, we wouldn't otherwise have that. We get overlooked for those opportunities. And even the Rooney rule is trash. And they're talking about revisiting and that because they just bring those in, bring those guys in the minority coaches and stuff just to fill their requirement of, hey, we got to interview this guy. Mm -hmm. So some of the guys who have gotten jobs in the past, they've gotten it because they actually blew those owners away with their interview skills. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, we just bringing them in. I could be wrong, but I feel I think Mike Tomlin was one of the guys looked at. It was like, okay, let's just bring this guy in so we can feel this, you know, we can do this rule. Mm -hmm. And he ended up blowing them away in the interview process. And it was like, oh, okay. Well, we want to make you our coach. And he took them to a Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. So it's not saying that we aren't qualified because we're very much so qualified. But this is just something that's been put in place to give us not it really ain't even a level playing field, but just to give us something, you know what I mean? Some type of leg, you know what I mean? Some type of leg up, and and black businesses to go back to what you stated earlier, and like Calvin said, I mean it's just because it's it's a new thing. That's why they celebrate it so mm-hmm. much. Like of course, there's been black you know black owned businesses. You had uh, Black Wall Street and different things like that. But hey, we lost that. You yeah. know that was ruined. Trying and so back. now you you have the return. You have this. I call it the new renaissance almost, man. It's exactly what it's it just is. this resurgence of, of of black power, black pride. Yeah. Uh that's just coming back, man. We're we're our mindset is different. Our mindset is changing. Yeah. We real we're realizing that hey, we can be owners, we can go out and get it. And so it's not to say, Hey, I'm black owned shot where well, it is to say I'm black on shot yeah. with me and but it's it's, it's just home. a thing of pride like because yeah. you have other cultures who who support each other you know they yeah they don't say yeah I'm Asian owned or Indian owned or Mexican owned whatever but they support yeah. each other and so we just it's just thrown out there because mm-hmm. we want to support each other one absolutely and, and it's a thing of pride and okay. and, and I do just to again partially clarify my point, I don't want this to come across like, oh, you can't ever say no, black owned. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if if I'm saying like, oh, we all need equality, if I ever put if I owned a business and I put white owned on there, that's gonna have a very negative connotation. You feel like mm-hmm. even saying black owned is discriminatory. A, a little bit to a certain so, extent. So that that is my stance on that. Now right. I'm not saying like don't celebrate it. You need to celebrate it. Where my issue is is every if everyone's saying give us an equal opportunity, but they're Basically, their stance is we need the same outcome that you have. You Life isn't fair. Life is absolutely not fair. So you're not always going to get the same outcome that you prefer. Mm. You should always get the same opportunity. But if someone's trying to say like, oh, we need all these black people in here or we need all these white people in here, that's not right. So I don't want this to come across as like, that's oh, right. I'm white. We don't we don't need to you know, we don't need to encourage black businesses the, at all the problem but that's just the, the thing you said some you said you said the same opportunity that's all we want we haven't been getting yeah, the same opportunity we, the, 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 the we gotta is, we gotta like the re, problem we gotta with rewind, equal opportunity though. is that you can't have equal opportunity when one demographic was already started out years centuries behind another demographic right right, yeah. right. so it's like there's never going to be Equal opportunity in a sense. It's like we playing still catch playing catch up. Yeah, yeah. it's just not like, lifetime. It's just like with like Jay Z and Diddy. Like they're, I mean, I mean they're two 
of like mainstream, but there's like there's other black billionaires. Absolutely. But the fact that like Jay Z and did they own music, they own clothes, they own liquors, they own mm-hmm. so many different things. And they're still just scratching the surface mm-hmm. of yeah. just being billionaires. Yeah. Like it's still being black and having a, a business mindset to where businesses still won't associate themselves with yep. you because you're black. No matter no matter what your numbers say, mm-hmm. no matter what kind of revenue you drive, there are businesses that will not associate corporate dealings mm-hmm. and building revenue with a black businessman. And, and that's got, just how it I is. Got a question. Yeah. Uh is there a black owner in football? No. 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 Let me let me let me tie back to this too, right? <clears throat> so, and that's something that we need, yeah, in the league. No, right? so let me real quick before you go to that. They're actually trying to put together a league where they are. There's uh, black owners, yep. uh, more black coaches, yeah. more black yeah. GMs. It's called the Freedom League, similar I to what believe. Ice Cube did. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, the if mm-hmm. they get the backing. They that got thing. the backing from other NFL. No, so it's, it's former, is, but I'm good. saying like, but the thing is though, you got to be able to show that you can pay those contracts that these guys. Oh no, hundred percent right now. Yeah, hundred percent. But who has the majority they, of the money? If they, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the hard part. The, the players will come if they show they have the backing and can play, pay these contracts consistently, and and if the NFL is not looking at that, looking at that as a real threat. They definitely should. They be. should be. Yep. They definitely should be. So also, let me let me let me roll back, right? Let me let me rewind in time. My mom is fifty eight years old. Mm-hmm. So my mom was born in nineteen sixty, and if I mean you know a little bit about the civil rights movement, uh, that's almost when it was in its prime. Mm-hmm. Like my mom when she was growing up. You used to tell me stories about having to go to a colored water fountain mm. and a white water fountain. She remember going to J.C. Penney's when they had a color entrance mm. and a white entrance, right? So you got to think, Jim Crow. That wasn't that long ago, <laughs> right? So we're not talking about our mom's moms and our mom's 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 moms. I'm talking about my mom. Yeah, went through that, right? And and when you when you do your research. Some some black people will say that segregation or integration, right? Segregation and integration, right? So having black people be separate from white people. Some people will say what we fought for so hard, integration, coming together, was one of the worst things that happened. Because when we were segregated, we had no choice but to support black-owned business because we couldn't shop white. We had to go to a black doctor. We had to have a black bank we had to buy black groceries black we had clothes, to support the black shoes black yeah clothes. like everything had to be black because of segregation <clears throat> right and we fought so hard that for for integration that when we started to uh rely on white business more than we relied on black business and we had a black wall street so black wall street was an entire community of nothing but black businesses and they burned it down yeah not only did they burn it down, but they killed people too, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's this um, there's this show on Netflix. Everybody needs to go on Netflix yeah. and watch this. It's called Killer Mike. I want to see it, yeah. Right? I, I watched it. it last night. Yeah. So episode one, yeah. he tries to live black for three days. Three days. Three days. Off nothing but black business. Black transportation. Black transportation, black food, Super. black clothes, black everything. Yeah. So, I mean, he lives in Atlanta, right? Um, and he literally struggles to brush his teeth, uh, find somewhere to sleep, find modes of transportation, 
eat, right? Because in Atlanta, in Atlanta the home of black owned businesses. <laughs> That's crazy. The home because, of black people. Because most of the black owned businesses were buying products from white people. Yeah. So there would be, you know, tons of black owned restaurants, but the produce came from white farms. Yeah. Right? So to find a black owned business with black produce was a challenge. To find a black owned transportation company was a challenge. To find a black owned hotel or Airbnb mm -hmm. was a challenge, right? He slept on a park bench. So the reason we get so hyped about, about black owned businesses is because they're a rarity. They're, <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't I don't even think they're a rarity anymore. <clears throat> I just think that um For the you know black ones, owned though. businesses don't really perform at a high level. Mm. You know, when we there there is no black owned business that's on the same platform as Apple or Amazon mm. or you know, typically when we think black owned businesses, we think Probably small. not stateside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We think small, we think minute, we think minuscule. Mm. They exist, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody um wants to or owns a black owned business but to see a black owned business perform at a high level that's right. something to be celebrated mm -hmm. because absolutely it's been it's just been taken away for so long but check out that documentary yeah that's, I, I that's definitely everybody wrote it down. that's on here um killer and, mike. yeah just search killer, killer mike and it'll pop up right. and i and i want to kind of transfer this to another point that i had because we we touched on white privilege last time mm -hmm. yep so as a white male i am considered privileged um mm -hmm. Here, here are some points that I have. So typically, white people do have a better privilege. I mean, I, I think you are, I, I feel like you would be very stupid to say that that is an incorrect statement. Um, but it never guarantees a thing. So for me, I come from a family. Um, I never had to worry about a meal. We were clothed and I always had roof over our head. Mm -hmm. So that was a blessing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not Straight boasting up. about that. That was a blessing. Yeah. It was never deserved, but I was always blessed that that right, happened. Right. I believe it's beyond privilege and more what you do with it because, again, it never guarantees anything. For me, where I'm at right now, I had to fight, scrawl, crawl, and scratch to get where I am right now. There were great breaks that I got, and then there were some very stinky things that I had to go through. Mm -hmm. as, as a white man, I owe nobody anything but to love. Just as a human being, I owe no man anything but to love. I see and totally agree that the black community is struggling. Mm -hmm. So what, and, and this is a question, also a statement, what do mm -hmm. I need to do? So like, I see this, I want to be able to help, but just to clarify, like for me, I'm, I'm not boasting in my privilege. I'm saying I've been very blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like knowing that people have been sleeping on the streets. I don't like knowing that there's still slavery in Saudi Arabia to this day because of your skin color. That's wrong. You're not a different race. We are all the same race. We're a different color. We have different cultures and we should always respect it. Mm. Even though if we don't understand it, like, okay, I can appreciate this. I may not understand it, may not be exactly my thing, but I should be able to, to appreciate this a little bit more. So for me, I think that more people like you, Austin, need to try to understand the differences of what generations have come through, both um, all different ethnicities, mm -hmm. and then also people alike and different. So. Seemingly, um, just the other day, uh, the instance with the the teenagers protesting against uh, the Indian, the Native, the Native American individuals, yes. mm -hmm. um, and they were simply, you know, paying tribute to their their homage, their history, their 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 culture, and these teenagers are just here, just meddling in a sense. And it's like this man has overcome so much in his time as a veteran, as a warrior, as a Native American, as a, a chief, if I'm not mistaken, and as you know, so many staples in his culture, and they just kind of disrespected it by not 
And I believe he was a code talker or a vet. He exactly. actually fought he in, our mili- yeah. in the military. But they didn't give him the respect. One, they didn't give him the dis- respect that he deserved, nor did they give him just the opportunity to express himself. You know, they were being tedious and just meddling in a sense. But Absolutely. I think in a lot of other cultures, and African Americans especially, we don't get that opportunity to even receive that respect because we've been deprived of it for so long, um, especially with the civil rights movement and, mm-hmm. and even prior to that and with slavery and everything. It's like, we weren't given a chance to make our own decisions, let alone live off what we had. Mm-hmm. And then we weren't given the tools and resources to make it better. Um, so I think a lot of it is really just not only gaining, actually just receiving yeah. what we deserve, which is like we mentioned earlier, an opportunity, but also receiving uh, support mm-hmm. because like, ourselves as a minority and a lot of other cultures out here we have a lot to do just to get back to where we were in terms of black wall street Mm -hmm. but in terms of in a sense let's just say we wanted to get to the quote-unquote white standard let's say we wanted to get to this this line that's unreachable and it has been unreachable for the past generations Mm -hmm. we need generations and years and centuries of support of recognition of of money of opportunity but I don't think it's going to come in our lifetime, but I truly believe that we can make strides. So that's why you see a lot of black entrepreneurs. That's why you see a lot of individuals supporting each other, buying from each other, because we're trying to get to a point that we may not be able to see in our lifetime. Definitely. And and that's the thing. So for me, I I, I can't speak for y'all, but for me, I just want opportunity. Yeah. That's, that's the word of the day, man. Like, I'm the word of the day. I'm competitive. You put me in the room with anybody. You put me in a room with a white guy, another black guy, or Mexican, whatever. I'm gonna go get it. Like I just want a fair chance, a fair yeah. opportunity. I walk in a room and you don't look and see my skin color. Mm-hmm. Right. You just see what I'm able to provide and what I'm able to give you. And so that that's the biggest thing, man, that, that we want. It's just opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like we want a fair shake. Like not not like I said, not that you you see what our our skin color, but you see what we're able to bring to the table and the work that we're able to do. A statement I wanted to make about the um about the civil rights movement is what I love and respect so much about um, Dr. King is his movement was so powerful and it was based off peace mm-hmm. and he never used a weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people took him out. How powerful do you have to be to make such an impact and you didn't use any weapons and people took you out? Right. Modern day, when some people were, were when the, the Black Lives Matter movement was getting very violent, uh-huh. that is not the right way to do it, whether you're black, white, whoever you are. If you're breaking down windows, if you uh, are causing riots, that is not the way, because that's never going to be agree. of a benefit. I no, agree. not at all. What I respect is if you can have such a powerful message and your march can affect people so deeply that they're scared of you and you don't use any weapons, you've already won the battle. People are scared of, of yeah. us when we don't have weapons so, nowadays. So MLK yeah, yeah, yeah. had literally the most powerful weapon of all time. Yeah. Not only was his words, but it was economic withdrawal. That's why they killed him, right? So, if you look at um, the latter years mm-hmm. of MLK's life, right? He 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 essentially had a message of justice or else, right? But the or else was economic withdrawal. Yep. So he had. How the, are you gonna affect a white man? Hit his pocketbook. Hit his pocket. Mm-hmm. Hit his pocket. He literally had the power. Government shutdown. To, what? To to tell black people. So. 
don't shop with businesses that aren't black owned and people would do it. That's the only reason the bus boycott worked. People would watch bus after bus after bus go by and they'd be empty, right? That's why it has such an impact, yeah. right? So, you know, toward the end of his life, he was on some, you know what I'm saying? If we ain't shopping black owned, we ain't shopping nothing. You know, and what's the government call wind? Like, like, it was actually proven that the government assisted in assassinating Martin Luther King, right? And it's because of economics. And that's a whole it, another all, topic. That's a whole other topic. But when it's, it's based off economics. greed and money, mm. so I cannot. Let me tell you how I remedied this in, in in my college community, right? So in college, I was the president of three student organizations, all black, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I had a um, a white woman approach me. Her name is Beth. Um, love Beth to death. Had a white woman approach me, and she said that I want to start to host community dinners. Huh. So essentially, this is what a community dinner is, mm-hmm. right? We're going to bring everybody in the community together, no matter race, no matter <laughs> ethnicity, and we're going to talk about actual issues. Who showed up? So we'll have white people at the table, black people at the up? table. Who showed up? Um, Latinos at the table, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, everybody. Every, yeah. Everybody is at the table, everybody. right? Who now, the up? goal when you go to a community dinner, there's only one rule. You can't, with, you can't sit with people that you know. Mm-hmm. So let's just say I came with y'all five guys. I can't sit with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like I have to sit with people that I don't know. And at every table, there is a card with questions. Those questions might regard racism. Those questions might regard politics. Those questions might regard whatever, right? But they're used to start conversation. And you'd be surprised the perspectives that you hear from other races and other ethnicities when it comes to issues that affect black people. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of the people that went the hardest for us, because at my college, I used to organize rallies. Mm -hmm. I used to organize protests. At my college, right, it was some of the white people that were going harder for us than some of the black people. Right, right, right. Some of the black people. Like, there were some white people in our community that marched with MLK, right? They used to come to these events. They Mm -hmm. used to come to these rallies, and they used to make sure that their voices were heard. And a lot of times, I felt more support from them Mm -hmm. than the actual community. So you ask what you can do, right? That's what you can do. So... You spoke about that, right? And here's my thing about protests, especially oh, now. Here we go. So we, so we, so we've, you know, we've had the the pol- police brutality uh, protests, all the the people that have been murdered and affected by that. Like, okay, so you gather all these people, you protest, you come out with your signs, what have you. What do you do after that? Protests don't do anything but raise awareness. That's it. That's I, it. I mean, they don't create change. It's just a market. They so, just raise awareness. Exactly, That's right? It. So you mentioned Martin Luther King, right? It was they they would march protest, right? But mm-hmm. they had action behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Action. So for us, our generation, I feel there's no action. We're out there to be seen it's to, zero. Make, to make memes. Social yeah, right. media posts, right. but there's and no action. There's no action afterwards. Nope. There's no boycotting of anything. There's so for me. How do I justify taking time from my family to come out here and march with y'all, mm-hmm. and we not doing nothing? Out. So what? What are we doing next? 
What what are we doing next? I mean, uh, am I just doing we, it to make this meme? Am I just doing it to make this hashtag? Like what what are we doing next? If you're aware that you legit, what are we doing next? If you're aware that you have cancer but don't go to the doctor, you're gonna die. Right. So, I mean, but what's we, what's, our, what's our doctor? What's 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 our doctor? Ain't, I ain't, think that ain't been on, one. That's honestly, the same situation. I don't think I don't think anyone knows. Ain't I don't think anyone one. knows. We are so unbalanced, and for me, part of my stance is we should understand. We should try to understand someone else's culture yeah. and be able to respect it differently. Like, okay, if you celebrate different holidays, okay, what does that mean? So I can understand your perspective better. Because if I just stereotype mm-hmm. you off of appearance, I haven't gotten to know you as a person. Right. So I think we need to understand and base and be able to appreciate other cultures better. Mike, I don't even know if there's a solution though. So if, if you watch videos from the civil rights movement right. and you watch videos from the riots in LA and you watch videos from all of these racist activities over the years, people have been saying justice for or else since the 50s, mm-hmm. since the 40s, since the 30s. But we still preaching that same shit today. Exactly, but that's like, that's my thing. What do we do exactly? That's what I'm saying. Wild card, so, what you got, man? You over there chilling, man. Is, is there a solution? What you got, Wild card? I like to say action. About it, but we don't like to be about it because we've been over there on the phone. He trying to say something up for the night. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm, I'm just listening, man. I'm taking everything <laughs> in, dog. I, uh... I really ain't got nothing to say. I'm just, I'm just listening. I mean, what the wild card has nothing I mean, to say I'm, when the, it comes when it comes to anything, bro. Like when it comes to social injustice, it's literally social injustice happens. People make memes about it, give their opinions about it on Instagram, social media. You may have a march, you may have a protest. After that. Our generation is so weak-minded to where nothing ever changed. Oh, we so mm-hmm. so to me like if, if, <laughs> like if you go back and I said this to the the bus boycott. If you go back to the bus boycott, the fact that I don't think I don't think it gets enough like the energy that it deserves. If you think back in Alabama in nineteen sixty, in the sixties, you're like you're missing a bus and you're walking so, ten. Yeah. Plus miles, and these are Alabama miles, and you black. <laughs> you black walking to Alabama to work from sacrifice, work. and this wasn't some serious sacrifice. This, like, this, 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 not, this serious not something sacrifice. that just like happened, and then a week later, like oh, we get on the bus, like the, the bus boycott lasted a while, but they, yes. had, they had it on their mind, like we tired of such and such, such and such. Plus today, like. Up. The, the whole when the whole H and M thing came out, black people still shopping at H and M. Bro, the clearly, week, the, the whole, week, clearly. The whole, I mean, the NFL topic is like just a blurry. People still it's watching a blurry the game. Yep. People still gonna watch. Like we're, and I mean, I I watch because I'm looking. I'm like, why the, am I gonna stop watching? Ain't nobody else stop watching. The players don't even care. The players nope. don't care about their own lease. No, nope. so we're like exactly. we we don't Back to we Neil, don't, don't care Neil. enough to where. The pro- and the problem with things is that black people don't realize black people's wealth in society. Not even wealth, but worth, I mean, in society to where mm-hmm. if you look at the boycott, the reason that it did change is because when you're when you're driving, the bus drivers are white, but your riders are black, mm-hmm. which are facilitating the money that's going into the bus. Right. So you take them out the bus. You got to pay the white bus driver. Mm-hmm. You got to pay to fix the bus. 
you got to pay to buy new buses, you but you don't have money coming in. You right. mess up. You take out a big interval in that whole business structure. Mm -hmm. But we as black people don't realize that nowadays as a unit to where we could really fuck up white business dollars. If you take away every black major sports player... Like you, you don't have sports? anything. It's just done. Hockey. <laughs> it's done. Bro. In the puck. The puck will be gone too, matter of so fact. So for me, that's why I'm so interested to see where this Freedom League goes, right? Mm -hmm. Because what? 90%, 85%, I'm guessing, of the NFL that. Oh, easy. <laughs> is minority. Easy. Yeah. 70% yeah. black. Yeah. yeah. To, but I mean, just I, overall, and, 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 and if, you, if you look at the NFL, and that's one something I want to touch on too. And we're talking about opportunity. Three, four, black coaches got fired, bro, and one got, and one after wow. a year, and like, one fired got, after a year. Like, if, if you look at Marvin Lewis, is probably the only black coach that's had. A job. He's been the only one, under, only tenured coach, under, and yeah. it's underperformed. He's yeah. been the only like, tenured coach. Mike Tomlin got a Super Bowl, and they talking about kicking Mike Tomlin out. And I'm, I'm telling people like when they talking to me, I'm like, do you realize how long Bill Cowher was the the coach of the Steelers before and he didn't won do the Super nothing. Bowl? And mm -hmm. they didn't, they ain't gonna do nothing. They didn't win anything. Like, didn't win. Same reason. But Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, it took him to 2000. What was it? 2005 till he won. Mike Tomlin's had 10 win seasons. Continually, mm -hmm. he's been to AFC championships. He's won a Super Bowl, but That's yet, his frat, though. but yet his job is like. You're right, though. I'm just joking. You're you right. Yeah, you got Jeff Fisher. Oh, don't bring him up. So long. Yeah. Don't bring him up. Jeff Fisher ain't do nothing. I cannot. Stand Jason, Jason Garrett, like he's still a coach and he's won like one playoff game. Okay, and they still moving on, bro. Moving that on. is adding to okay, the conversation. Keep them moving on. Loyalty. I mean, but he, it's loyalty. <laughs> no, it is true. It is true. And so for me, the NFL has been it's been a huge fucking joke. It really has. It's been a huge struggle for me yeah. because I'm such a football fan. I I played football in school and and me and my all my boys play football and we love we love <laughs> football. And so I I salute those who yeah. I guess who have stopped watching, but for me it, it has been a struggle. Um Adding to and I, I I feel bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I feel bad because I because I'm the I guess a, a fan of probably one of the teams or the team who probably has the owner who's probably one of the worst when yeah. it comes to this, this right. subject. Damn right, easy. And the quarterback of our team is yeah, probably right. the worst when it comes to this this subject matter and. It, it, huh? Dak. Jerry and, and Dak. Jerry Jones, yeah. Yeah. That was a question from an in, in studio for the, guest. For the audience. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. But yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's been tough because football is <laughs> if I had to pick oh, no, any Mike. if I had to pick any sport, like it would be football to watch. You know what I mean? Mike, so you tripping. What do you mean? All right, Mike. Listen. Listen, right? <laughs> so so black guys started to kneel, right? Because of the injustice that black men were facing in America. Mm -hmm. Black people were facing in America, mm -hmm. right? White owners said, if you kneel, not only will I suspend you for the game, Without but I'll pay. kick you off the team. Right? You ain't getting paid. And, 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 and what the what the black guys start to do? She got the chick. They not kneel. Up. They got their ass up. But, because but remember, they got right? families. But remember, they got bills. So, they got all of that but shit. But hold on, real quick. But had they all been... 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, you're Had right. Had they all been in together unison, in unison, ended. that would have been it. Boycott. You're right. No, you're definitely right. League but hold on. But hold on. Second week. And we talked about this. Hold on. Hold on. We talked about this before. So if y'all haven't seen, y'all be sure to go watch our Colin Kaepernick episode, Neil or Not Neil. But think about it. And, and I think I mentioned this then. Like if you if my job is on the line, right, mm-hmm. and I have to provide for my family, mm-hmm. job don't give a fuck I'm, about you. Though. Listen, I'm listen. That's that's good. That's that's. They don't care about you as a person. Like, but right, I'm the sole provider. But, but how long do you think an NFL will last without the black player? You're right. But there has it to be there has to be unity. They wouldn't even go yep. a week. They but if you but, but I'm not about to do it by exactly. myself. Exactly. There has to be. I'm unity. not going to do it by myself. If, I, if there's only five players or one it. per team willing to do it, and everybody's not in, then I can't I can't do it if I can't if you're taking away my means of providing for my family. I'm with Mike. I can't. Can't not do that. Yeah, so but if we all came together, so it's not saying I'm a seller. So is that an issue with I'm, our generation now? We won't stick together. We won't yes! bond together. That's it's always like he gonna do it. He gonna do it. <laughs> like our, but it's, so, it's our generation. So our community uh, so is kind of kind of the heartbeat of our society right now is that we want we want a we want a wedding. But we don't want a marriage. We no. want the cute Instagram picture, but we don't want to put, in the, put in the work. We don't want. We want the fame, but we don't want to do the behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to go see a play, you're going to see a lot of great stuff. But you've got to think of the stagehands. But they're they're not the ones getting the claps. They're not the one getting the roses thrown on the, thrown on the stage for them. Nothing is being done for the people behind the stage. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the performance go. This is this is the last point I, I need to make, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up. A white man shouldn't tell a black man what to do, and vice versa. We don't speak the same language, so we've got to, and so we can't address other people's weaknesses. We need to go into our own communities and change from within. So if we can agree, you know, there is an issue, yes. So I'm going to be able to go to the white community and say, this is where we need to change. These are our weaknesses. If you see weaknesses in your community, you need to go and speak to your weaknesses. I can't tell you what to do because I don't understand your culture. Hold on, Mike. I'm going to just say this too. Community. White community. And I'm going to say the white men typically tell black people what to do because they have the money. They have the position. Absolutely. They have the power they to the do money, it. Power. They, they got the ownership. They have the ownership. They, they have, have, they yeah. have the ceiling. That's, That's why I'm saying that doesn't need to happen. We don't need to tell you what to do. I, one of the things that I hate the most when I watch the news, and I, I really hate it because people scream equality, but there's never going to be equality. Never. The, the, never. the one thing I hate is like when – Never. When something happens, let's say Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, and people start another boy, 50, start 60, 70, 100 people. I hate when people go on the news, and it's mainly white news anchors, mm-hmm. and they say someone from the black community needs to speak up in regards to this. I'm just like, they got a voice. I'm just like, okay, they have a position. So why, why is there such thing as a black community with something that if like, if if we're supposed to be a United States of America, why is there a black why are we divided and a and a white community? Why can't there be someone that's white that speaks up about what's going on? You don't hear like when you have when you have when you have every school shooting being a white person that's shooting mm-hmm. up the schools. When you have the church uh, shooting that killed the nine black people, mm-hmm. you don't have like white people on the news talking about well someone from the white community needs to speak up about what's going Not on no they school. need therapy like, there, there's nothing there's nothing about that but if there's a school shooting to where in a black school or in a hood environment it's like well somebody from the black community 
No, like black people I, like, get put I, in jail. I, I, white I people get, get, get therapy. I get irritated by that so much because it's like we need a spokesperson or someone needs to govern us accordingly. But white people are just fine to just do whatever they want to in this country. And that, that's a say. That's a say. It with your chest moment right there. Yeah. That's one thing that, I sh- that that really pisses me off is that it's like we we have to be managed in a sense in this country versus the white community. And something happens, it's just, oh, God bless America, we mm-hmm. move on, and we keep joking. Something yeah. black happens, it's, well. Yeah, I need to fix this. Yeah, I need to fix this. Yeah. Uh, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, you guys need to go speak to the people. And So do you think the quote from Morgan Freeman, do you think what he said had it right? What quote? His quote says, because he was asked about racism, he's like, what do we need to do to fix it? He said, stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. I'm not going to say, you know that white guy named Mike Wallace? Hear what I'm saying? So do you think there's some validity of that, of like no. not addressing like that or being no. able to understand? I mean, I mean racism <coughs> comes to a factor because if I say, Racism knows no color. Because we can no, see. I'm just but we can racism. see. Like, yeah. We can still like, hey, see. I Austin. still work. And, and like, let me. Like white Austin. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you just, like, I'm not going to say yeah. white chocolate. White guy wears no, you are. You and are. let me let me I mean, just say this. Coming, it's just going to come into play in regards yeah. to it. Like, I feel like there's a way to where you can talk to someone and not look at their skin. Like, I mean, my best friends, I got my some of my best friends are white. I don't look at them as white. Like, they mom, parents, like, I treat them as if like, they was mom or my parents. Like, that's 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 how it should be. But the problem with especially black people is that we're on a higher alert because people can say hi and they can smile, they can talk to us or whatever, but the thing that's going on in our mind is like in the back of their head, how do they really perceive us or is this just a front yep. to be friendly in front of us because yeah. you'll see that a lot of <laughs> Is times, it a facade? Yeah, because you'll see that a lot of yeah. times where people will smile and they'll be friendly with you. But when they're around their people, don't show their true intent to situationalize their Definitely. So, so all of this to say, we, we talked about this at the beginning. What needs to happen? What can we do? Because we don't need to talk about the subject like, oh yeah, it sucks. How can we change right now? And how can we encourage the viewers, whether white, black, anything? What do we need to do? What is an actual step that we can walk out of the oh. studio door Go ahead, take and do mic. something? So one of the things, man, I, I think we got to do is, of course, what we're doing right now, man, is dialogue. Yep. Um, that's, that's step number one. I mean, that's that's step number that's one for for me. That's that's the only solution that I have. But then after the dialogue is yeah, dialogue. And after action. that, to be honest with you, of course there's action, but it's accountability. It, Man, that's it, a big word. That was huge. What I, what I say about accountability is. is that exactly there we go. When, that's huge. when like, and that's one thing Austin. I respect, but also Austin is taking accountability. Austin takes accountability in regards to it. When I say accountability, if, if we're speaking in a forum and we're expressing this is what we go through as black people, it can't be something that's just brushed off like, oh, yeah, I just complain all oh, nothing happens like that. I'm like, when you're as a kid in 1997 and the white man tells you you can't use his bathroom, that's a problem. That's mm-hmm. something you don't have to go through. Definitely. But that's yeah. something that we have to go through Yep. in the 90s still. so That's privilege. Definitely, definitely privileged, man. But we appreciate y'all, man, for tuning in. We know this was a, a, a very serious matter, and we might have to pick this up again uh, another time, man, because it's a it's a topic that that carries a lot, man. But Comment again, we, we appreciate y'all Comment. coming out, man, and, 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 and just. Partic-
salute with of community. course we're gonna do that do we, but uh we appreciate y'all tuning in big draco big draco soldier Soldier, soldier. Hopped up out of bed, turn my swag on. But man, listen, man, y'all be sure to tune in to the Whiskey Conversation Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. We at your mama house. We at your mama house. house. We at your auntie's house. house. Thank you, Spencer Dennis, for the new blast. We trying to hit. No, not hit. That was bad. No, we don't want to hit him. Not, not so Maybe y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> he said he passed it to him. Wild card. On that note, good night, guys. <laughs> hey, we going out with a toast to equality. Equality. Yeah, let's go. go. Hey, let's go. Play y'all boys. I'm about to be.